Welcome to Madison Public Library in Madison, Ohio's Theater of the Mind, Shakespeare Edition. Today, we begin with Act 1, Scene 3 of William Shakespeare's famous tragedy, Macbeth. To hear more of Macbeth, like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel. In this scene, we finally meet the titular character Macbeth, played by Joe P. We also meet his colleague and fellow Scottish general Banquo, played by Sue V. They encounter the witches, played by Sean W., and learn of a prophecy surrounding Macbeth. Also in this scene, we have Ross, played by Morgan B., and Angus, played by Vivian V. Where hast thou been, brother? Killing swine. Brother, where thou? A sailor's wife had chestnut in her lap, and munched and munched and munched. Give me, quoth I, appoint thee, rich. The rump felled runyon's cry. Her husband to a leper gone, master of the tiger. But in a sieve, I tither sail, and like a rat without a sail, I do, I do, I do. I give thee wind. Thou art kind. And I another. I myself have another. And the very ports they blow. All the quarters that they know, I the ship and card. I will drain him dry as hay, shall sleep neither night nor day. Hang upon his penthouse lid, he shall live, a man forbid. Weary nights, nine times nine, shall he dwindle peak on pine. Though his bark cannot be lost, yet it shall be tempest-tossed. Look what I have. Show me, show me. Here I have a pilot's thumb. Wrecked and homeward he did come. A drum, a drum, Macbeth doth come. So we're well, brothers, brothers hand in hand. hand, hand. Posters of the sea and of the land. land. Thus, Thus do thou about, about, about thrice, 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 thrice to mine, and thrice again, and thrice again, again to make up nine. Peace, charms, charms wound up. So foul and fair a day I have not seen. How far is called the forest? What are these so withered and so wild in their attire that look not like the inhabitants of the earth, and yet aren't? Live you or art aught that man may question? You seem to understand me, by each at once her chappy finger laying upon her skinny lips. You should be women, and yet your beards forbid me to interpret that you are so. Speak, if you can. What are you? Oh, hell, Macbeth. Hail to thee, Thane of Glamis. All hail, Macbeth. Hail to thee, Thane of Calder. All hail, Macbeth. Thou shalt be king hereafter. Good, sir. Why do you start and seem to fear things that do sound so fair? I, the name of truth, are ye fantastical, or that indeed which outwardly showeth? My noble partner, you greet with present grace and great prediction of noble having and of royal hope, that he seems wrapped with all. To me you speak not. If you can look into the seeds of time and say which grain will grow and which will not, speak then to me, who neither beg nor fear your favors nor your hate. Hail. 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 
lesser than Macbeth and greater. Not so happy, yet much happier. Thou shalt get kings, thou shalt bear none. So hail Macbeth and Banquo. Banquo and Macbeth are hail. Stay, you imperfect speakers. Tell me more. By Sino's death, I know I am vain of Glamis. But how of Cawdor? The thane of Cawdor lives, a prosperous gentleman, and to be king stands not within the prospect of belief, no more than to be Cawdor. Say from whence you owe this strange intelligence, or why upon this blasted heath you stop our way with such prophetic greeting. Speak, I charge you. The earth hath bubbles, as the water has, and these are them. Whither are they vanished? Into the air, and what seemed corporal melted as breath into the wind. Would they had stayed. Were such things here as we speak about, or have we eaten on the insane route that takes the reason prisoner? Your children shall be kings. You shall be king. And Thane of Calder, too. Went it not so? To the self-same tune and words, who is here? The king hath happily received Macbeth, the news thy success, and when he reads thy personal venture of the rebel's flight, his wonders and praises do contend, which should be thine or his. Silence with that, in viewing or or the rest o thy same self dead. He finds thee in the stout Norian ranks, nothing afford or thyself dismake. Strange items of death, as thick as hail came post with post, and every one did bear thy praises in the kingdom's great defense, and poured them down before him. We are sent to give thee from our royal master thanks, only to herald thee into his sight, not pay thee. And for an earnest of great honor, he bade me from him call thee Thane of Cowder, in which audition hail, most worthy Thane, for it is thine. What? Can the devil speak true? The Thane of Cawdor lives. Why do you dress me in borrowed robes? Who was the Thane lives yet, but under heavy judgment bears that life which he deserves to lose? Whether he was combined with those of Norway, or did line the rebel with hidden help and vantage, or that with both he labored in his country's wreck, I know not. But treason's capital, confessed and proved, have overthrown him. Glamis and Thane of Caldor. The greatest is behind. Thank you for your pains. Do you not hope your children shall be kings, when those that gave the Thane of Caldor to me promise no less to them? That trusted home might yet enkindle you upon the crown, besides the Thane of Caldor, but tis strange, and oftentimes to win us to our harm. The instruments of darkness tell us truths. Win us with honest trifles to betrays and deepest consequence. Cousins, a word, I pray you. Two truths are told, as happy prologues to the swelling act of imperial theme. I thank you, gentlemen. Cannot be ill, cannot be good. If ill, why hath it given me earnest of success, commencing in a truth? I am fain of Caldor. If good, why do I yield to that suggestion whose horrid image doth unfix my hair and make my seated heart knock at my ribs against the use of nature? 
present fears are less than horrible imaginings. My thoughts, whose murder yet is but fantastical, shake so my single state of man that function is smothered in surmise, and nothing is but what is not. Look how our partner's wrapped. If chance will have me king, why, chance may crown me without my stir. New horrors come upon him. Like our strange garments cleave not to their mold, but with the aid of use. Come what, come may. Time and the hour runs through the roughest day. Worthy, Macbeth. We stay upon your leisure. Give me your favor. My dull brain was wrought with things forgotten. Kind gentlemen, your pains are registered where every day I turn the leaf to read them. Let us toward the king. Think upon what hath chanced, and, at more time, the interim having waited, let us speak our free hearts each to each other. Very gladly. Till then, enough. Come, friends. And this was Act 1, Scene 3 of Macbeth. Thank you to Sean, Joe, Sue, Vivian, and Morgan. Don't forget to like this video and subscribe to our YouTube channel for the next scene of Macbeth. Also, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest.